This is the Magellan Journal, a podcast series here to help you navigate through EU opportunities. We remove the noise around current EU issues on different topics, such as transport and environment, each time through the perspective of a different expert. In this podcast, we speak to Eunice Ribeiro, Director of ECRNI Strategy and Policy at I2CAT Foundation based in Barcelona. I2CAT is a leading research and innovation center in advanced digital technologies to build the digital society of the future. We talk to Eunice about 5G, blockchain and other technologies and about how the European and national funding can support their development and early adoption to reap out their benefits for society and industry. Hi, hello, Eunice, and thank you for joining us in this podcast. So for starters, could you please present yourself, the organization you work for and your role in it? Hi, Andrea. Thank you very much for the kind invitation that Magellan has made to I2CAT. I'm very happy to be here and to share with you a bit about what we do and the innovation and the research contribution that we make to the society. So I2CAT is a research center based in Barcelona, and we aim to design and build the digital society of the future based on research and innovation in advanced digital technologies. To build this vision, we work with many different technologies such as 5G, artificial intelligence, immersive technologies in extended reality, both virtual and augmented, also cybersecurity, blockchain, and even in the new space like space communications. And me, myself, I joined I2CAT one year and a half ago, and I joined I2CAT with a challenge to build a new department named ECRNI Strategy and Policy. The main aim of this department is to align I2CAT strategy into the research and innovation activities that happen in the European ecosystem, meaning policies and programs, in order to ensure and to maximize the impact that we can do with the activities that that we aim to fulfill. We want to become an outstanding player in this EC research and innovation arena. And we are like coaches supporting the strategy and the direction to make sure that we are successful in these terms. So I've been working for many years in different fronts of what are the European projects, let's say, what are the European programs. So I was a researcher, I did my PhD in electrical engineering, I worked with the renewable energies and power electronics. Later on, I became a national contact point and um, a national expert for the Horizon 2020 program, in particular for the areas of ICT, information communication technologies, energy and uh, future and emerging technologies as well. So right now I'm, I'm focused on I2CAT, on promoting and growing this organization that during these last years has been performing outstandingly. Okay, thank you for the introduction. And like you mentioned, Horizon 2020. So I2CAT Foundation currently manages more than 15 million euros of EU funds, in particular through the Horizon 2020 program. Now, this makes you the second institution of the region with the most funds granted in the ICT sector. Now that the program is ending, can you tell us what was the overall impact of your organization in the ICT Yes, in particular in the ICT sector, I think I2CAT has stand out in the 5G. So I2CAT had the chance to start working early on on what would be the, the near future. Right now is the near future, next generation of mobile communication. So we are already in the deployment phase of 5G communications and its infrastructure. But when I2CAT started, this concept was still very foggy, was still very difficult to understand exactly 
uh, where to start, how to start, what technologies will be required to be developed. And since more or less 2014 until now, and it's still ongoing, i to get was part of the whole phases of the 5G uh, ecosystem that has evolved in a, in a 5G private public partnership between the European Commission and the private sector in, in Europe that involves research institutions, but also companies and operators, all kinds of factors that are important in order to achieve this major revolution in the mobile communications. In this sense, I2CAT, I would say, had quite a great role. For example, we coordinated some of the projects that uh, were part of the 5G. So, for example, in 5G City, we came up with a neutral host architecture and business model that would be able to turn a city into a distributed third-party multi-tenant edged infrastructure, which would be able to extend the cloud model all the way to the edge for a dynamic, fast, and interoperable provisioning of 5G-based services. So this is just an example of something that that came out. But if we think not only on the ICT, but also if we think, for example, in mobility, in the connectivity technologies, Itocat was quite embracing when it comes to V2X. So we started with, with 5G Croco, and then we evolved to be the technical coordinators of 5G Med. So these are projects that focus on the 5G corridors between two different uh, countries. And mm -hmm. we are also coordinating the project Caramel, which focuses on the cybersecurity challenges related with the future cars. In, in particular, of course, the connected cars that we focus so much. But in Caramel, we go a step further. So we also focus on electromobility, connected cars, and autonomous cars. And in this sense, ITOCAT has been bringing the ICT technologies to be applied in more and more sectors in smart city contexts and also to extend how these technologies are used. So right now we are focusing on paving the way for 5G and beyond. So we have this project that we're also coordinating, the 5G Zoro, where we are making use of artificial intelligence and smart contracts to ensure a zero touch service and an automation of the network and the security management for multi-stakeholder environments to embrace it in this sense. And not only in the connectivity, but also when it comes to the immersive technologies, we have coordinated a project named iMac, whose objective was to guarantee accessibility in immersive multimedia services. And uh, in this sense, there are many sectors that we are touching and to ensure that impact is always in society and in the digital society of the future is something that we, we want to build on. So these are just a few examples. I could be here the whole time trying to explain how our projects, how our work leads further the evolution of the, the ICT technologies to deliver value and impact. Okay, and now we mostly discussed about the EU-funded projects and, and programs, but also a lot, large part of your financing comes from national funding, thanks to the collaborations with local public administrations. How do you balance the national and international goals and objectives when developing your R&I strategies and policies? So the... To balance national and international objectives, it's very important to pay attention to what is going on in, in, in Brussels, let's say, to what is going on in Europe. Because Europe comes out with priorities that most of the time are very futuristic, are like an incentive to push us to, to the next level. And at the same time, we need to pay attention to the ecosystem where we live. 
to the people's needs, not only to the people, but also to the industry and to the government, to the local authorities that we are collaborating. So we need to find this, this sweet spot of alignment between where Europe is going and what is important for us. So for example, as I took at, we've been working with excellence on 5G technologies. And as we live in, in Catalonia and we are based in Barcelona, it's, it's very important for us to establish a connection because of the proximity that we have with Occitania, a region in France, it's, it's quite important mm -hmm. for us to ensure the 5G connectivity in this cross-border corridor. So why not using our technical excellence and the industry connections that we have in the region, in particular Cellnex, which had an interest to coordinate this project that we now have as, as 5G met and leveraging on the international ecosystem that we have in Barcelona by hosting one of the biggest worldwide events, the Mobile World Congress. In this sense, we try to align these different perspectives and different initiatives that we have to cause further impact at European level and to be able to replicate good, good experiences that we have and good capabilities that we can, that we can leverage further. So this is a, a constant learning that, that we are doing on how this extra mile that European priorities, what is the best the best things, the best outcomes that we can put and leverage for international collaboration. Mm -hmm. So as you were saying, you are based in Barcelona and we know that Barcelona is a front runner city in several domains. When it comes to the smart cities activities, can you tell us how does I2CAT position itself towards new environmental policies, for example, such as the Green Deal? Sure. We, I2CAT, as many other entities in Europe, we've been working aligned with the, the environmental worries. So when it comes to mobility, for example, we've always tried to work on the discarbonization of the transport sector, urban congestion reduction, air quality improvement, but also the, the safety through vulnerable road user applications, for example, with, with 5G technologies, mm -hmm. both with 5G and also with, with data technologies. And, and also in the social front to make sure that everyone can benefit from the same mobility opportunities. In this sense, we've been working in, in different fronts to ensure safety and environmental friendly mobility options inside the city of Barcelona. For example, in the project Grow Smarter, we were collaborating with other entities to ensure a delivery service using electrical bikes because Barcelona is a densely populated area uh, with very narrow streets and goods can only be delivered at night or in the morning. And in this project, the emissions were reduced around 95%. Uh, and there was also a reduction in, in the noise if, uh, in, in the city. But I think that when it comes to the Green Deal, this new great commitment of the Commission of making Europe climate neutral by 2050, I think it, it asks us to go to the extra mile. So it asks for cities and communities to protect and increase biodiversity in the urban spaces, to improve and restore the damaged ecosystems, to improve their ecological status, besides the ambitious re reduction on the greenhouse gas emissions. So this has been a constant. And for this, I believe that a urban digital ecosystem is required. One that gets value-added services for simulation of policy choices, for example, to make decisions that are viable for the city and for the communities that it embraces. So the cities need to have these insights, to, to have this idea of the state of environment and one inter what interactions make sense 
between the economy, the society, and also, of course, the, the environment. So in iTucat, when we work with the use of digital devices, of sensors, of the, the whole Internet of Things, this comes out with uh, a growth in the data that it, it generates. And this data is only useful if you are able to apply intelligence on it, if you are able to apply artificial intelligence in order to come out with the insights that you need for, for better ruling out. And besides the, the focus on the data itself, on how to provision it, how to manage it, you also need a powerful data infrastructure to support and to automate these processes and to ensure that the municipalities have the data sovereignty and the citizens are also able to, to have control and trust on the data that they are providing. So this these data governance models in this vibrant ecosystem are something very, very important and that we should aim to, to make sustainable. And so, as you were saying, I2CAT leads projects mainly in the digital domain, addressing business and societal challenges. Can you give us an example of a successful solution resulting from this focus? Yes, of course. I think one of the most successful solutions that I can present is probably Neutron. So Neutron is... Is, is so successful that it's already spinning out of iTucat. So it's mm -hmm. becoming a, a startup. It's living out its, its own path. And uh, this is a, a disruptive technical startup with the mission of taking out the technology that we have developed over the, the last three to, to four years and, and put it in the, in the mass market. And uh, the idea of Neutron is actually to take out what I was previously explaining about neutral hosts. So to make easier for uh, cities, for rural areas, or to infrastructure owners to design, orchestrate, and manage the services through a shared 5G network with dynamic slicing capabilities. So through these, different uh, kind of organizations can, for example, implement private 5G networks in order to use the capabilities of these networks for specific use cases that require high outstanding capabilities of latency and and the quality services of network. Okay. And again, coming back to IoT, blockchain, and 5G, these are the core topics of your activities. It is particularly worth to mention the 5G Barcelona initiative, converting the city as an open lab and testing 5G technologies in a real-life environment. With this initiative, are you looking to pave the way for other important European cities and help transferring such digital solutions? Yes, absolutely. It's very important to ensure replicability and uh, to make the, tr the knowledge transfer of the activities that we are doing. We are reached out by different cities in order to allow this to happen. Itucat is proud to be the, um, the founding member of the, the 5G Barcelona. Mm -hmm. And uh, when it comes to collaboration with other cities, so we already achieved this through the collaboration in European projects. For example, 5G City was embracing three cities in Europe, Luca, Barcelona and, and Bristol. And now also with um, with 5G Victory, it's important for us to be open for contacts with other cities, but I would not say only cities, also rural areas and of course the cross-border corridors that we are doing. They all have a mission to replicate and to extend the knowledge that we are generating. So this is knowledge that is important for the, the public and the private sectors that it involves. Mm -hmm. And how can I2CAT make use of this expertise in IoT, blockchain and 5G knowledge and new technologies to, for example, help the COVID recovery? Is this something you have been working on? Yes, actually, I2CAT reacted quite 
quickly, as quickly as, as possible when the, the pandemic started. And one of the first big activities that we did was to support the government of Catalonia in organizing HACOVID. So this was a, a hackathon hosted by the government of Catalonia to match the needs from the citizens with solutions from technological solutions from companies around. So there was this matchmaking activity that uh, i 2 helped to, to build on. So I think in a sense, COVID was, was the great accelerator of digitalization of our society because the means mm -hmm. were already there for us to be working in remote terms, but uh, maybe we were not overusing them or we were not taking their full potential uh, until mm -hmm. now. And 5G actually is, for example, is bringing to us the, the, the means to make remote diagnoses and treatments, teleconsultations, to do crowd surveillance, to automate analysis models, to make better diagnoses and treatments. Well, this is this has still a long way to go because 5G networks are still in the in the beginning so the the, the infrastructure mm -hmm. deployment is still in in the early very early stage and at the same time there's no yet a, a, a framework for the for for 5G to handle the confidential data that could be handled in in 5G so these are handicaps but I see that these technologies once these these handicaps are solved could be could could actually engage us into better competitiveness, better uh, solutions and better means. And the same could be said for, for blockchain. So blockchain enables us to be part of a single interconnected network that facilitates the secure exchange of data. So it creates this framework of, mm -hmm. of contracts to share information, to make sure that the, this information is, is safe proofed. but the full implementation of blockchain still needs the acceptance and the trust of, mm -hmm. uh, of different sectors not only of the citizens, but also insurance, health, and others. So we still have a way to go, but the potentialities of these technologies for our economy are so big and are so good that it's worth to research and to demonstrate every day a bit further how we can be closer to our vision of the society of the future. Okay, well, that was my last question, actually. And unless you want to add something else, I think I think this was a great um, conversation and discussion. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you so much. It, it was a pleasure to present you a sneak peek of what we do in ITOCAT. Collaboration is, is key for us, exchanging best practices and showing what we can do to advance in society. It's of primary importance. So thank you so much for this opportunity. I want to thank you again and wish you a nice beginning of the week. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast and want to know more about Magellan, check out our website at www.magellan-association.org.